Welcome to Trailblazer Igniting Business and Community. Here we will share insights, tools, concepts. We'll bring on guests as we stoke the fire to help grow businesses and communities. Are you ready for this week's episode? Here are our hosts. Welcome back, listeners, to the Trailblazer podcast. My name is Dave McDonald with Mobile Tier. John Oliver, Agile Well Partners. And we welcome everyone to second season 2021. Yeah. Uh, we took a little bit of time off here. Hopefully you guys had a chance to catch up with uh, some of the past episodes that you might have missed. Um, and we did throw a couple during this holiday season, um, as well as one was kind of a recast, which was our passions. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of took a little different spin on it, so there are two of those versions out there. By all means, please take a listen to it. Uh, so... As we get into 2021, um, we're so grateful to actually be back and able to bring some insight into businesses that, um, you know, and kind of get you, again, blazing that through, which is the whole purpose we've built this podcast. Mm-hmm. Welcome to 2021, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's been one of the things that I wanted to say, though, about 2020 is just to making sure that, you know, people, I think one good thing is that you know, people can kind of look back and say, you know, here's a fresh start, here's a new year. But I think it, one good tool and activity to do would be to look at 2020 and, you know, and say, what what did I learn? You know, what did I, what were some of the benefits? You know, yeah. it's not just dog on the ear because of some things that maybe you had to stay home a little more or, or unfortunately, maybe you had a, a sick family member or, yeah. you know, I mean, so it was obviously a very serious uh, a period of time in which you know people were uh, affected in all shapes and sizes, but I think a good activity and and one thing that we want to do is make sure we don't just forget 2020 and wipe it out of our minds. It's never a good thing. You should always learn from your your past, exactly, uh, and then move forward. So yeah, and, and I think there were some things that you know hopefully you were able to glean during 2020. Um, you know, politics and pandemic aside. Correct. Yeah. Um, Take away the two Ps. A lot of times, I think it did. And maybe the triple P loan. (laughs) Maybe the triple P loan. So take away all the Ps. And by the way, it is back, but let's just all be terrified for a minute. Um, (laughs) But in all honesty, you know, some businesses, you know, they thrived in 2020. Um, you know, they evolve, they evolve. Different things that come up. We now have plastic in front of every registered known to mankind. It took a company to build those. Yeah. Um, not just a you know, visit to your local hardware store to buy some PVC pipe, though there were businesses yeah. that did that yeah, for those like, shower curtains, you know, whatever it took. Um, but you know, businesses took to it. Um, sadly though, there are businesses that, you know, are still on half, three quarters, two percent operation, or unfortunately not at all. Yeah. Um here in Michigan, I did hear uh Pretty disturbing stat, though, to be honest with you. Um, Listening to the radio, and they had um, the CEO of the Michigan Restaurant Association on there. And, you know, here in Michigan, we kind of push back our restaurants yet again um, and kind of hold off what they were doing as far as their ability to reopen to hopefully maybe February 1st. Um, But this individual from the Michigan Restaurant Association was saying that um, their research and their estimates in Michigan alone, we've lost 3000 restaurants that will never come back. Wow. 
And it's not just here in Michigan, though. Let's just be honest. It's across the entire yeah. country. There are businesses that, unfortunately, sadly enough, won't come back. Where we kind of want to take it is, you guys that are still on the grind here, what does 2021 well, hold yeah, for you? And what did you learn from 2020? Yeah. So with that, we want to kind of give kind of just a real kind of quick excitement piece, just things to pop in your brain um, and get you rolling. So what do you want to do or what do you think you should be going toward to make 2020 the best year for not only for yourself, your family, but also for your business? Yes. So with that, John, you want to take us into topic one? It's a great question. Uh, I mean, topic one we, we said in here is, you know, talking about the, the new features, the new programs, new sales techniques, you know, the new processes that you implemented into your business in 2020. How can you take those up another level and make them a, a kind of a prominent, permanent thing in yeah. your business 2021? So what would that look like? Exactly. And you know, as we get into these new exciting features and um, programs and kind of give you guys some ideas if you haven't already been playing with some of them, make, you know, it's, it's a new year. Let's not be the same us. Let's change how we were doing things and let's, you know, ramp up, not just trying to like, okay, well, maybe the pandemic's winding down. We've got the vaccines. Businesses hopefully yeah. will start opening up more. Restrictions across the country are starting to be lifted in areas. Unfortunately, we do have a few states that I think have locked down a little bit further. They've got some issues on the West Coast and on the East Coast. Um, but this is not the time to be like, you know what? I'm just going to wait and we'll see. And then once things get back open, look, I'll go back to how it was in 1998. Yeah, Absolutely I, I no, agree. you all are. Yeah, I agree, Dave. Yeah. It's the worst thing you can do. It's the worst thing you can do. And really, and we've said this on other podcasts, yeah, yeah. and we'll kind of get into this uh, first bullet point here on topic one, but we've all been forced to be digital. Mm -hmm. 2020, if nothing else, forced us to be digital. Zoom, Google Meet, Microsoft Teams, you name it, it was out there. It's soaring across the stock market. We all jumped on it. Facebook Live, whatever modality you were using, we've all became digital. We've all stared into our phones more. We've all stared yeah. into our laptops and desktops more. That's it's crazy. not going away. Yeah. So is your business digitally able? And really it comes down to is, is it e-commerce? Mm -hmm. And you know, it's a topic near and dear to my heart. Uh, Cause that is what we do here at mobile tier. Mm -hmm. um, especially now with the uh, new programs we come out with our new app being launched, but Regardless of which organization you look at, you need to see, does your business fit into an e-commerce platform? And if so, what does it take to get it done? Mm -hmm. And you need to do it. Unfortunately, we're all buying online. Your consumers have done it. And you want to get those local people. You don't want to get them to where they go to your store, they see something. Actually, I had a buddy of mine do this like a year ago before e-commerce was still like, it was still kind of somewhat in its infancy. But he had gone to a local big box store, was looking for a wallet, and he found a wallet that he liked, literally took a picture of it, and then when he got home, he went on Amazon, found the exact same one for like $10 cheaper and bought it. Mm -hmm. That's not what we want people to no. do. We but want they, them they, to shop local, yeah. and the reason they can't is because a lot of local businesses aren't on e-commerce yet. Correct. Dave, that's been going on for... 
for a long time. <laughs> People just using their Amazon app right in the store. Yeah. It's like a it's like a like a slap in the face. You know? <laughs> it's understandable, and I think so. Your your question is, and this is your question to yourself: is what does e-commerce look like for my business? What any type of business, whatever business you are, what does that mean for you? How can you make the transaction digital and convenient? Yes. Uh, how can you do it? I don't care what kind of service you are. Figure it out. You know. Yeah. I mean, though that that's what you need to do. You need to make sure that you are able to do electronic commerce. Um, and, and if you can't, then you're you're gonna get the, the guy that, again, like you said, the big box store, mm-hmm. or, or the small shop was even worse. You know, you're in the small shop and yeah. you're like, you know, and that person's maybe selling a purse and it's, you know, 50% more because they want on xyz.com. And they're like, yeah, you just buy it there. When it's like, hey, you know, you could be helping out that local, uh, shop exactly and you know maybe if you made that a little bit easier for that person to buy maybe they went to your shop before the pre-pandemic and they wanted to still buy that they can't find it you know yeah. that's what's one one great thing about local shops is they find things that others can't find and maybe that person says you know i'd love to grab that bag i can't find it let me go on their site well if you don't have the website you don't have the ability to buy that bag that only you have yeah. What good is the bag sitting on your shelf? I mean, exactly. It's, it's really not good. There's nothing for it. You know, you've got to have that digital. And I, and digital, in the, especially in e-commerce, e-commerce doesn't mean you have to have the ability to ship it. Shipping is a nightmare right now. We've seen it all across the news. The postal point, service yeah. is backed up, everything else. You can do an e-commerce, just as we suggest with our own personal clients, it's pay and pick up. Yeah. Um, people love it. It's safe, secure, it. walk in, leave. Quick, easy, they're in town anyways, boom, done. And they're not waiting. I mean, one of the biggest things you see with a lot of the other e-commerce is, you know, hey, order now and have it delivered to you in 24 to 48 hours or whatever. Um, Or even longer, depending on what method they're using for mailing. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you guys, but when I buy something, I I, I want it now. Like, I want it now. So... To be able to order online from a local retailer and know that I'm five minutes away mm-hmm. from being able to pick it up. Now, sure, I can go and peruse the stores, but again, my time is valuable just as everybody else's. So if I can just, you know, knowing that this store has it and I can simply go on, order it, and then go pick it up at my leisure, it it's another way of getting people back in your store yeah. and you're going to get that secondary buy anyway. So please, please, please do the e-commerce and really that drifts into the next one. And yeah. John, I'd kind of like to ask you this one, um, online topic, uh, online tools such as websites, social media, is it time for businesses to really upgrade these? Uh, always is. <laughs> <laughs> and secondarily, I was just looking at a report yesterday and it was, like the number one thing they were on there is like make sure you have a chat yeah. <laughs> on your site because almost every site has a chat. I would say my caveat there would be make it don't make it annoying. You know, don't make your chat ask you five five questions. You know, while you're trying to shop. Yeah. Oh, can I help you? Oh, do you like that? You know, it's starting to get there's some AI getting you know yeah. integrated in these chats, and that's cool, but it's kind of annoying sometimes. Secondarily, with the AI now, the, these new AI chats, it's really not a real person behind there. Yeah, I don't know. That's your decision how you want to roll with that. I just had one the other day. I was like, actually, I do have a question. I asked the, the AI, well, 
technically there's probably an on off button. The button was on off. So I asked a question. They're like, please call. <laughs> I'm like, well, what was the point of that? <laughs> but might as well, you know, it must have been turned off. Like the yeah. person was saying, okay, I'm not going to attend to my, my chat. So I would say keep the AI to, you know, within reason, uh, keep the annoyance a little bit lower, but I think having a chat's important. Um, what are some other tools, Dave? You know, I actually ran across this the other day. I was helping a merchant and kind of discussing a few, you know, things that he could be doing. And, you know, in addition to the e-commerce that I offer, we got on talking about his website a little bit. And so I said, well, let's take a peek at it because it does tie into what we want to do when we're helping our clients is we're not trying to revamp their website to be an e-commerce site. We're trying to make it a community buying feature. But we do want our clients to put, you know, mention of it on their on their website because that's where people are going to ultimately go. And that's the thing is your online really is your store. One way or the other, whether you're selling through your website or not, your online presence is your store. That's it. Yeah. And I literally I was in the store, I pulled out my phone, I looked up his website, and I couldn't even believe this. I ran across a website that was not mobile friendly. Yeah. Folks, if yeah. your website is not mobile friendly, uh, it is time to upgrade who does your website. Immediately. Um, there are old websites out there. I get it. There are old providers. They're no longer used. There's still websites in existence. Get on some of these newer domains, newer web um, builders. They do make it very easy to migrate your website over and they will automatically make it mm -hmm. mobile friendly. We shop from our phones. People are always on their phones. You have to make it mobile friendly and usable. No one wants to scroll to the nth degree or have to scroll over to try to see something. It doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, it just doesn't work. Yeah, the number one thing, I mean, when you pull when you pull that site up and if it's not mobile friendly, you're you're just like you you leave like immediately. You yeah. just you just leave. You're like, yeah, well, no, 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 no. Maybe I'll maybe I'll visit it when I get home. Well, you don't visit it when you get home. Exactly. One thing I would uh say in regards to your site that is your site it's not facebook site it's not google site it's not instagram site no one could take your site from you <laughs> so treat it like gold and yeah and there's this guy on um instagram and he was making like uh custom furniture and i'm like this is amazing like where's your site he's like i don't have a site i basically just work through tiktok instagram and one other thing and i'm like buddy you need a website because facebook can kick you off your yeah. platform just like that, because maybe you made a site that has a flag on it. Now they think you're being political or something. That's how quick these things are happening. Yeah. Get yourself your own web site. <laughs> well, I'm glad you brought that up, John, because that's what we're seeing in the news right now, right? People are being Googled yeah. on social yeah. media, different platforms that were one way or the other because they were trying to be the alternative to this social media or that social media. They're now being booted off because of whatever. Yep. Um, you know, my wife has her own business as well. And she had another um, consultant that, you know, in the same line of work and, you know, the consultant actually had um, a group page and it was a VIP. It was a private page. And sure enough, someone had just a member of the page, not even heard what she wasn't, you know, she's the admin, but she didn't post it. Someone else posted something. It wasn't liked by that no, social media geez. channel. They locked the page and then locked her out of everything. Wow. By all means, we want you using social media. It is a tool. It's a connector. It, 
you have to still have your own stuff and your website's where it's at to your point, John. I think that's really good. Use the social media to connect to your website. I mean, yeah. it's okay. That's the whole, your, your goal should be to drive people to your website. Yeah. So, and then your website should be to drive them to your front door correct. or to or, your e-commerce if you e have it. Yeah. Um, you drive them to make the sale and that goes with everything, right? Everything we do as a business owner should be driving to make that sale. Whether whatever it is, everything we do should be constantly driving towards that sale. Because if it's not, then why are we in business to begin with? And that doesn't mean that that's you're just worried about the sale. It means all, all the other stuff, like the service and the taking care of the client, yeah. is to get them to that sale. So everything you're doing drives them to the sale. And that's even your back end stuff though too, right? That's yeah. that's, that's to back up the sale and create your, more sales, right? Know, having your financial advisor, having your CPAs, and we'll get a little bit more into that too, but having everything you do is to driving to make your business successful. And so these are just some of the online tools, but before we kind of get off this exciting new programs and things that, you know, should be interesting, we kind of want to take one last thing. What things did you implement in 2020 that you might've thought when you implemented them are temporary, right? Mm -hmm. They're just because we were in the pandemic. We were on these restrictions. Um, newsflash, uh, they really need to be permanent features now. Mm -hmm. um, everybody's behavior changed. Your consumer's behavior has changed. Uh, things that they were forced to do, curbside pickup, carry out more than they normally would. Um, you know, maybe if you did have some kind of delivery options available, um, those now became habit forming to the consumer. Yeah. And just because the restrictions get lifted, that doesn't mean that habit goes away. I can tell you why then. Not because if you look at the if you look at large corporations that are doing this, they're investing in it. So yeah. you've got Chipotle, and they just had some report saying that they're going to just build kitchens, and it's going to be pickup only. Yeah, uh, Starbucks is basically one hundred percent going that way. Yeah, they, every new location has to be a drive-through, or else they just won't do the location, knowing that they can shut down the lot or the whatever you want to call it, the the dining portion, yeah. whenever they want to during a pandemic, for example, or just if they want to lower their, their budget of, of human resources. Sure. Hey, we're just going to run the drive-through. Saturday mornings is all drive-through. You do, you can't come in or, you know, whatever. Yeah. So obviously we do know the benefits of coming in, but they also are understanding that the, that people are changing and they're making changes for, for the future. Exactly. And they have that written all over it of, you know, being streamlined. Without a doubt. And as you get into 2021, those are the things is, yeah, I did carry out. Yeah, I did curbside. You know, carry out's always been predominantly your restaurants, right? They pretty much had a good handle on the whole carry out format, but it's now your retail establishments, right? They yeah. have to have that carry out functionality. Um, you know, your local boutiques that, that just wasn't a thing of theirs. They were just hoping you were going to peruse and hopefully buy and that's it. Not actually like come in, buy, walk out the door or call in, pay, it's brought out to your car. Um, those are not going away to your point, no. John. And so, you know, you, you did it in 2020 because you were forced to. But now as we get into 2021, what worked with it? What didn't? Correct. And those things that didn't, what needs to be fixed? Mm -hmm. Because it's, again, it's not going away. So let's enhance it. Correct. Is it 
maybe making, you know, maybe connecting you with your city council or your DDA or your Main Street Association, whatever that looks like to go, hey, we really need to look at the parking in downtown that says, look, this is a 15 minute parking yeah, spot or, or pickup yeah, only, exactly. you know, Good point. and add those spots in or make, you know, designate those handful of spots. Again, it, those, but that from a business owner standpoint, yeah. that's where you can step in. That's where it's like, look, this isn't going away. And my city council might not be aware of it. So I need to make it a point to like send an email, make an appointment, jump on that city council zoom call when they open it up to the public and voice your, it all is to your benefit as a business owner. So yeah, whatever yeah. wasn't working in your carry out, you know, pick up, fix it. Um, again, those parking ideas, make sure you're promoting it. We offer this. People love that. They might not know that you are perpetually going to keep the carry out, put a part of your beginning yeah, marketing. Like, Hey, we yeah. so thank you everyone for, you know, your carry out, your curbside with us. Guess what? We are keeping this as a permanent functionality for your time because we value you as a customer. Yep. You're going to win customers over that way. Yeah, you are because there's going to be that whole host of customers that didn't want to pop in, in the first place and they just <laughs> love, they love it. You know, On the service side, it would be more uh, how you're streamlining your business using video for, for reviews. I mean, if you're doing a client review or if you're doing a, a portion of the sales process, do you really need to meet every time? Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe you meet out of five meetings, maybe you actually meet once or, or maybe you don't meet at all, you know, yeah. for some, so something to think about. We've got things like DocuSign now that yeah, can DocuSign handle. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, Google meets and Microsoft teams and zooms yeah. and all, all these different video conferencing. And people are actually saying it's, if, if you, if you use it correctly, if you keep it a little bit tight, you don't want, you know, two hour zoom meetings or, but if you can kind of keep it tight and you keep, keep some regimen to the, to the meeting, People are actually experiencing uh, big positives on, on the, the service side and saying, you know what, I didn't have to leave my off my home office. Yeah, I could, and I met with my attorney, and we talked about you know a very important issue that normally I was having a hard time even getting a hold of my attorney. One and two, even getting on this person's uh, ca uh, exactly uh, calendar. Right so on the service side, also a big deal. And then, you know, kind of going into topic two. Yeah. And this, I want to get your, definitely your opinion on, because, um, I, I am a firm believer that while businesses were shut down, um, or working at very restricted hours and staffing, I think a lot of business owners and founders, um, forgot to work on their business and were just working in their business because they couldn't have a lot of staff. Again, no fault of their own. Mm -hmm. um, Had to spend it. But they got into that thing where it's like, okay, I have to be in it to win it. Right. And right. I'm always helping, you know, if that helping that next customer and everything else, uh, you need to work on your business. Yeah, we got to move the businesses forward always. And it's, and it's actually not a bad thing to work in your business, but to make sure you take a step back or even a day or a weekend and you take a step back, take a deep breath and say, what did I learn from this process? Does it actually like, now I know my employees yell and scream about this so much. Yeah. It doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Let's figure this out. You know what I mean? And that doesn't mean just grinding and trying to figure it out and trying to hustle because I, I think a good lesson is that there's always going to be something guys, you know, if you think like, Oh, well this year was a pandemic, you know, like, well, yeah, but what if, 
what if we have ultra inflation in year 2023? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we need to figure out how we're going to be, be able to respond to all kinds of different scenarios. This just happened to be a pandemic type scenario, or you might have personal issues. You might yeah. have a loss to your family, or you might, you know, all, all kinds of things. We have, we can name a list, right? Of personal things. Oh, yeah. So we be able, we have to be able to work through those things, uh, both personally, professionally. And because of that, we can't always, we can't never lose sight of building, you know, working uh, on the business and, and having that vision and that insight of what, what, what can I do to make it better? And what is like, what, how does that correlate to the long-term plan? Exactly. You can't ever stop that. I don't care what's going on in your life. It just, it is what it is. Because you'll just, what's going to happen is, and you, you meet these people, I know every day, <laughs> 30 years later, 20 years later, same old, same old, yep. you know. They've done it. Hey, I've been doing this for 30 years. It's like, good. That's, I respect that. But man, you've been doing this for 30 years. I mean, you didn't think to maybe do this or do that or, you know. Yeah. Or have like a way of not having to kill yourself 60 hours yeah, a week after 30, 30 years. years. Um, and I guess that goes to, you know, this first point here underneath this, which is. Yeah, it's a great. Staff <laughs> it's a great lead in. <laughs> and new leadership. Yeah. Um, let's just be honest. Unemployment is running rampant through this country right now um, in every state. And um, this is a really good time to look at, with all these people out there, as restrictions, again, you know, get released and, you know, levied out, you well have a, you know, a huge amount of people and talent to look at. Mm -hmm. You know, yes, a lot of people, they're unemployed, once their particular employer gets back up and running, they're more likely going to go back to that employer. But this also might be the opportunity where these people were like, okay, I'm unemployed. So, um, you know, I, I jumped back in and I took a couple classes online or I learned this new thing online or I spent time, you know, on YouTube and I learned, you know, how to yeah, yeah. really build the website or whatever the case may be. These people did take time. They weren't just unemployed sitting at their home twiddling their thumbs. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and some, if some those that were, you don't want that yeah, anyway. Exactly. Right? Those um, ones we don't. But it's time to look at my staff, who I have in a position of leadership. Are they the right people? And if you do have, maybe you don't have necessarily your second or third leadership managers. And it was mainly, again, you know, a smaller business where it's you and five employees. You're always at, now it's time to look at what, out of these five employees, is there one or two that show those leadership qualifications Mm -hmm. that I'm looking for that would allow me as an owner to then step back from the day to day and actually work on the business and let these guys handle the clientele. Yeah. You'll, you'll be amazed at the the explosion of your business. You'll, You'll be like, well, I got to get it done. It's like, actually, if you let somebody else and train them and create systems and processes to do that, now that's when you start seeing the the, the value of, of your time working on things that mean much more than the day to day. Yeah, and it, it it will and that value will explode. Um, I would also say, if you're kind of a solo, maybe there's one or two or three employees. Look at your strategic partnerships. And start kind of calling them out or, or at least trying to deepen those relationships and seeing if they are on the same page as you. Yeah. Strategic relationships. So the people you work with daily that maybe you guys share revenue in or however you work with that person, 
figure out if they're, are they a long-term fit strategically? Do you still want to work with this person? Do you want to create, do you want to kick it up a few notches? Do you want to merge? Do you want to create a partnership? I mean, these all these different scenarios, or do you want to say, you want to change the terms of your strategic partnership and just say, you know, you're not as important to me anymore. Let's figure this out and then see what they say. If yeah. they're just like, I'm out, I'm be like, well, then I knew that, you know, maybe that wasn't the, the long-term right thing to do in the first place. Yeah. So again, for you more solos out there, or even maybe if you have 10 or less, but you, I'm sure you have a lot of strategic partners and distributors and things of that nature where you need to kind of take those relationships to the next level as well. Exactly. And this is a great time to do it great before time. we get into it. And I get it. January is one of those always those funky months, right? It's cold, especially here in Michigan. Yes, for us. Um, you know, <laughs> we don't necessarily want to get out, but it's the start of a new year. And a lot of times, a lot of business owners go, okay, well, January, um, I'm going to go ahead and just close out the books. I'm going to get all my tax stuff yeah. ready. And yes, that has to be done, but it's also the time to, okay, before first, because if you don't do it now, what ends up happening is come, you know, April 1st, you're like, wow, it's second quarter and yeah. I've not done it's happen. squat. I would say uh, take the advantage of, of the idea of everyone has a home office now, figure out your little nook in your house. And then when you want to do that stuff, go do it, go home yeah. and do it. <laughs> Don't do that. When, you, when you're in a position of leadership and you've got employees and you're trying to get business done, I don't know if it's a good idea for you to sit there and do your books. And I've, I've seen that so many times. <laughs> I, uh, my wife was working for like a kind of a spa, we'll just say. And that's like, it was like, every time I try to talk to her, she's just sitting, you know, just sitting here like writing numbers down in a book, like yeah. all the time. And I'm like, maybe she'd pick her head up and talk to you for a few minutes. <laughs> like, you know, you can't be doing that stuff. So very important, exactly. which kind of leads us into the next level. So it's like, yeah. you know, there's your employees. Those, those are your your centers of influence, your distributors, you know, the people that you work with on the day to day. But what about the other people, Dave, in our lives that kind of coach us and mentor us? What exactly. Are we, what are we doing with that in 2021? You know, I think the, I, in all honesty, I think the place to start is, and we, you know, we did have um, an episode mm -hmm. uh, that we talked about coaches and mentor pretty in depth. Um, but I'll just say this. As we get into 2021, if you don't have a coach or a mentor or a planning team, um, make that priority number one on the list. Like, get those people. Um, they're out there. Um, and to the point, you can Zoom with these people now. They're at their homes. They're in their home offices. They've got the time to do it now. They've got the time. Because maybe there's a lot of people that I honestly feel, and I've seen a couple of them come across... Um, some other uh, you know business websites such as LinkedIn or um, Alignable, um, which I know is not necessarily an international version yet. Uh, mm -hmm. It's very much a U.S.-based thing. But with that, you're seeing these people who they might have lost their job or their business downsized or whatever the case may be, and they were in places of leadership within those organizations, and mm -hmm. they retooled themselves in 2020 and said, mm -hmm. I can be a consultant. Right. I can be a mentor. I can be this. And they're looking for people like you, Mr. or Mrs. Business Owner, mm -hmm. that go, hey, I need a sounding board. You know, mm -hmm. especially those solopreneurs, um, yeah. you don't have that sounding board. Yeah. Have that person that you can throw an idea against and be like, look, I here's my idea. And give that person, that coach, that mentor, that planning team, 
the flexibility, and I think this is where it comes down to it. Whoever you put in those teams, give them the flexibility and the freedom to when you throw an idea out there, have them have the right to look at you and go, wow, um, that's a no. Yeah. Um, that means when you approach these relationships, <laughs> you should be humble. Yeah. You gotta check the ego. You've, you've gotta come at them. You gotta be honest. If you're not, if you're gonna beat around the bush, you're, you're wasting their time. You're wasting your time. Exactly. You've got to come out to you know very transparent, and you're gonna get a lot more out of it. And I think this this kind of goes with you know who you surround yourself with. You know the the business owners, and you kind of creating your own kind of mini board, mini team. Yeah. That's that's also kind of like you know people that also are are essentially kind of mentors for you, and make sure that you're surrounding yourself with the, you know good people from. Yeah. Really from, you know, from top to bottom. And if it's somebody you're seeking out, like, hey, this is a mentor. I've known this person for 20 years and they're and they're my elder and they've been kicking butt in my same industry for 30 years and they really know what they're, you know, like that's that mentor, you know. But don't forget about just the person that you go and you chat with at, at length weekly or monthly and make sure that you're checking that relationship as well, as well as being transparent and honest with these people yeah. and being open, you know, so you can, like you said, tell them the grand idea and they can shoot you down and be like, that's just, no, man, <laughs> that's just a way of that. And but I think you that's want a, that, like, and if yeah, you as a business you owner, you're not well, mentally you able yeah. to take that. Um, <laughs> turn out the trailblazer. <laughs> yeah. Let's get you set up. Let's yeah. get you going. Um, but really it comes down to, I think to your point, you know, it's finally, and, Take this time too to interview those mentors, like especially if you never had one. Like, there's been people that I've come across my platform, and I'm sure John, you as well, that you're like, you know, I could maybe do something with this individual. Like, yeah, exactly. We've got a decent, but then there's always times that I, it's happened to me a lot, and so I know some of it's because I'm in the tech atmosphere, but I'll say something, and you can just tell that it went over that person's head, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, they have business right. experience, yeah. but their business experience is from 20 years ago, 30 years ago. And they're a little out of touch now. Um, thanks, but no thanks. Clean out that. If you have mentors too, this might be a good time to clean house. That's kind of what I was alluding yeah. to. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, if they weren't, you know, adding in value. And it's not just two. Like, you want that same team coming back to you, whether it's, again, it's your financial advisor, your CPA, your mentor, a coach, other business owners, other business owners, whoever you're connected with, you do want them coming to the table if you have weekly Zoom meetings or monthly, whatever that case may be, or in-person Coffee Connects once we can do that again, where they come and go, hey, you know what? I was thinking about your business the other day and I had this idea that I thought you could do. You want them bringing those. Yeah. Now, they may or may That's not awesome. be good ideas, but you want them bringing. But okay. if you look back at your, let's say, team of five that you have, and over the last year or two, you go, that person yeah. has not brought squat to this table. It's time to exit them. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're, you know, they may or may not be trying to just glean whatever they can. And that's fine. You're going to have those people. But... They're not benefiting you. And you can't waste your time too. Yeah. They don't have anything for you. You don't really have, you know, make it every six months you you call or have a coffee or something. Don't just, it can't, you can't force it. Exactly. It's either natural or not. Which which is, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say to, you know, conclude on my end, you know, 
two things that, you know, over the course of the last few weeks here, one is, you know, to grow and learn, make sure when people do tell you things, uh, I would say, make sure that you're open and, and you listen a little bit. It's okay to kind of think, you know, or kind of like, even if you did like, Hey, I did research on this whole thing before. And then someone comes and kind of tells you something and you're like, I kind of research. It's okay. Just listen. Maybe it's a different perspective. Yeah. That's how you can grow and learn. And then secondarily, somebody that I was talking to recently, that's kind of starting their own business and they kind of came to me and said, Hey, I was just talking to someone and that person told me that in this industry that I'm trying to start this business is that make sure that you're getting, you're, you're ready to work your butt off and you're ready to get uncomfortable uh, yeah. so that, you know, so that you can make your, this vision and this dream that you're talking about, understand you're going to get very uncomfortable. You're going to have to do things that are going to be out, outside your comfort zone. And that's how you're going to be able to learn and grow and, and actually succeed. So I think that's a great message for 2021 from me yeah. is making sure that, and that's not even my advice. I'm just taking advice from another person's <laughs> advice from advice. You right. know? And that's the whole key to whole business is understanding, listening. And I thought that resonated with me because I agree with it. I would say that I probably said this to the same exact person before, but they, it resonated better. Someone else said it to them in yeah. a little different way. And I'm like, exactly. I totally agree. And I hope that you do get out of your comfort zone and so you can grow. So exactly. I, I hope, you know, on my end, you guys have a, a great 2021 and obviously we'll be here you know, in the next few days with another podcast to uh, continue this discussion. That's right. So, you know, in our mind to close this up uh, and really, you know, I kind of said this before, but I'm going to say it again. It's a new year. Let's make it a great 2020. Please, please, please. 2021. 2021. Yes. Yeah, well, it's still mid-January. Me, I don't like that. Right? Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, but it's a new year. By all means, please don't make it the same you in the same business. With that, rock it out for 2021, guys. With that, I'm Dave McDonald with Mobile Tier. John Oliver at John Wolf Partners. And we thank you for joining the Trailblazer Podcast. Thanks again for listening to Trailblazer, igniting business and community. Please follow us on Facebook at Trailblazer IBC, where you can post any questions or comments, or you can send them by email at trailblazeribc at gmail.com. Any statements and tools talked about are for conversational purposes. Please reach out to professionals for specific advice as it relates to your business.